Good evening, everyone, and welcome to the Big Blue Unfiltered Podcast, talking New York Giants football and the NFL. Here now is Ian Campbell, Ryan Gallagher Jr., and Greg Ramos. are back with another episode uh this one we're going to give you a kind of a double episode just because scheduling conflicts and preseason games aren't super important really so what we'll do is uh today break down the giants panthers preseason game week two and then give you a quick preview on giants jets week three last game of the preseason uh we have no brian today and connor finally got his mic so he's yes. officially yeah about time right officially with us <clears throat> how's, how's everyone feeling? Feeling great. Vibes yeah, are feeling high. Good. Yeah, the good. vibes are the vibes are very high. Uh, Daniel Jones, uh, Player of the Week. I didn't know they handed out that award in preseason. So, really, yeah. PFF, Player of the Week. <laughs> I didn't. Yeah, I had no idea. I missed the, the <laughs> first half of the game because I was out to dinner. But, but you know, so I'm going to be relying a little heavy on you guys. Uh, we'll start down. off with our um, a brief around the league. So news that we have is that the uh, Colts will be trading Jonathan Taylor, probably. Mm. I don't know how you guys feel about that. Do you think they do it, or you think they're just kind of shopping? I think they do it. I yeah, I think, think they do it too. Yeah, I don't see the Colts really in a win now mode, yeah. like a team like the Dolphins, or maybe I don't know, maybe the Rams. That'd be interesting. Yeah, maybe the Cowboys. I think the Rams. You bring up a good point as maybe a win now. Maybe they're in their last couple like. Season or two tops, of yeah, like win. final push. Yeah, yeah, you still have Stafford, yeah. you still have Cup. Like you could still, you know, bring in Jonathan Taylor to compliment Cam Akers and maybe sneak out of that division. Yeah, like they still haven't. You know, their team is not terrible. Yeah. I think they could still win a bunch of games with Stafford and Cup. So yeah, I, mean, I think it's high on the. Rams I think it's going to happen like week two or three. They're going to trade Taylor. Like some team, like someone's going to get hurt, or like some team's going to get. A little bit more desperate, start out like two and one or three and zero, oh and be like, okay, we need a running back. But yeah, I, I, I mean, he hasn't practiced, so it's going to be if he does get traded week two or three, you won't really see him until yeah five or six in like the full offense. Yeah, yeah, like is he really even healthy too? Yeah, that's that's another big concern. I'm sure any team that's going to want to trade for him is going to want to do physicals. Yeah, for sure. Oh yeah, it's going to be. Physicals out the out the ass for him. Yeah, but uh, you know, supposedly six teams have asked and two have sent actual offers. So hmm. if the Colts want to move him, it seems that there is legit uh, value there. He looks like a cowboy, doesn't he? <laughs> yeah, for some speaking reason. Of, unfortunately, speaking of the Cowboys, pass rusher Sam Williams arrested on controlled substance and weapons charge. I don't Ooh, know if is. is he a rookie or? I'm not sure. Uh, I've never heard of him. A depth guy. Yeah, I've never heard of him. Either way, a cowboy got arrested. Big surprise. 
Um, yeah, he was he was their second round pick in 2022. So oh, decently okay. high. So, yeah, yeah. last year, some value. Hmm. Yeah. Um, also about the Cowboys, um, I know Collinsworth has us week one, and he said he's excited to uh, watch Daniel Jones play this season. Ooh. I don't That's know if anybody's going to that. Connor's going to take this one. He's yeah, I saw that video. Uh, Collinsworth was saying a lot of great things about Jones. He was saying he plays the game a little like Mahomes. And then he mentioned Burrow and Tom Brady in that same discussion as well. Oh, jeez. Yeah, that surprised me a lot. I don't want to – I don't I like – did see he said he was watching film from last year and he had only been through five or six games, and those are the observations he was making. Yeah, but hmm. I don't know if this is like I – don't, I don't like when – the Giants get hype for some reason because the last the last time they got hype was the year they got Brandon Marshall and then everything everything hit the fan. Well, you know why I don't like Giants. And I don't hype? like. I just don't like that. I just don't like. It gives me a weird vibe, and I just I don't like it. I don't like Giants hype because let's be real, they've never been one of these elite day one contending teams. Maybe yeah. like two thousand eight. They were after the first Super Bowl, and they were running through the league. But that's after you're the first Super Bowl. Like, see, they already yeah. like proved themselves. Yeah, yeah. You know? But like, there's no, there's no history of excellence here. So you know, in, in being New York, you're going to get the most hate. So when you yeah. get the most hype, it's not like uh, you know, the, like Connor brought up to me earlier. You know, no one's talking about the Rays anymore now that they're losing because nobody cares. Yeah, when the small market exactly. teams lose, everyone's like, oh, okay, small market team is losing. No shit. Yeah. yeah. But when a big market team like a New York team starts to lose, it's it's national news. It's it's everywhere. Yeah, that's it's true. Such a, Knicks, you go. You can go. It's Greg. such a big swing, too. Sorry, Connor, but um, this is our this is our remote pod, so it's always tough. We're usually with each other, but um, <laughs> we have a split. Yeah, like tough. Yeah, just like a hair of a delay, but. Yeah, like the thing with the Giants is like it's such a big swing. They get like dragged through the mud and then they have literally like one very solid drive and now everybody's jumping on. So that, yeah, it worries me too. A bad yeah. team who wasn't playing a good amount of defensive starters. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Not that Just we're not happy about it, but. Yeah, I mean, it looked good, but again, it's not like you're facing, you know. Um, the Jets defense. Yeah, I really yeah. feel like I see a lot of this hype after that. Just one drive, too. Yeah, I hate that. I I hate that so much. Like the Panthers are not going to be a good team this no, year. No, they might be competing for that number one pick. Now I'm going to be more sold on the offense if they do the same thing against the Jets this week. If the Jets starters are in, I think they. Am I not? I think if Rodgers is eight defense, but I think if Rodgers is starting, then I think everyone's going to start. I think so, but I've noticed a lot of teams this year have kind of not really played defensive starters in preseason games. Yeah, the Giants did play Lawrence the other day, right? I yeah, a little bit, play? I believe. Maybe I think. Totally I think the Giants, since Rodgers is playing, I think, and especially because you know it's it's not really a rivalry, but I think now that like the Jets are getting hype, that I wouldn't be surprised if. Like Dable throws out the first team defense for like one drive, just to like yeah. get after Rodgers a little bit. Yeah, like it's a quick three and, and out. Pull. Drive. Yeah, yeah, like get the defense used to seeing a starting offense too. Yeah, because that's going to be a big game. That's going to be a big at a conference game because everybody's all in on the Jets. So, I also think that the offense is going to be very vanilla on Saturday. 
I don't even think Jones played play this year. This year. So yeah, I don't want to jump ahead, but who goes and plays for the Giants this week offensively? I think they start everyone just maybe really? drive. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. Stuff. I don't know. That's a good question. I would like to see yeah. Shepard out there. I would like to see Shepard. Did you see uh, Wandell was running some routes? I did see today? that. Yeah. yeah. He's definitely going to be starting on the pup, I think. Yeah, Which for sure. Makes like week for three, like week me. four. Yeah. Yeah, do you think if when uh, Wandale's healthy, do you think they just get rid of Beasley? Or do you think they just get rid of I think I think Beasley's alive. See a guy. Maybe like a Crowder, maybe. Yeah, I don't know. I'm, I'm very curious to see what the wide receiver room looks like. They could try to make a trade. Yeah, I mean, uh, there's rumors that we may try to move a guy to Detroit for um, Romeo. No, Julian Okwara. Yeah, yeah, I saw that. Who is, I believe, a 2020 draft pick. Yeah, do we know much about that guy? I, I don't think I He's, ever heard of him. Ex-giant Romeo's brother. You know, how stupid is it to name your kids Romeo and Julian? <laughs> um, but, yeah, he's uh, he drafted by the Lions. You know, we had his brother who was solid. I, I wish we never let him go. He would have been one of yeah. our more decent defensive linemen over the past couple of years. But mm-hmm. so he's, he's depth. He's depth, basically. Reliable depth. I love it. I, I actually – I love it. I love how Shane's – Shane worries pieces. about depth. Like yeah. I love how like that seems like a main thing for him. Yeah, because if one guy goes down, you yep. can't really. And the wide receivers are perfect. Right yeah. yeah, but uh, two more points before we get too deep into the Giants. Uh, Sam Darnold is the backup for San Fran, so Trey Lance is probably on the move. Rumors are Minnesota. Yep, yep. going back home. Which you know, I I do think now if the rumors are Minnesota, either that's the media believing that the Vikings don't like Kirk Cousins or the Vikings basically confirming that they're not going to re-sign Cousins. Yeah. I mean, it could be a good fit for Lance, like a little bit less pressure. Like you go sit behind Cousins for, I don't know. I I assume that the Vikings are going to at least sign Cousins to like another one or two year deal. I I mean, they'd be stupid not to, unless the rest of the team falls apart around him and they go full rebuild. Yeah. You got to give, I think they're going to give Lawrence the Wilson treatment, the Zach Wilson treatment. Yeah. Like, I mean, Cousins isn't young. Lance, you mean? I mean, what did I say? Lawrence. Yeah. Lance. I don't know why I said Lawrence, but yeah, they'll give Lance the, the Zach Wilson treatment. And and like Kirk Cousins, he's not young. He's in his mid thirties, right? Isn't he like 35? 34-ish, yeah. 34, 35. Like I could see him, like, retiring a little early, too. I mean, yeah. Not, like, a little early, like, 36. He's still, you know. Trey Lance young. is, like, he's only 23. So, like, he's basically, yeah. like, a senior coming out of college, like a fifth-year senior right now. He needs yeah. to go play football somewhere. Yeah, dude. He, you guys, he barely have, I think we mentioned it last episode, the, uh, that stat where he's thrown as many passes in his high school, college, and NFL career as less passes – in those like all those seasons than Geno Smith did in one year last year. His college like stats are absurd. It's like he's 17 and 0. He really played only one season in 2019. In total in his college career, Alexa, under 3000 uh, yards passing and then 30 touchdowns, one interception for Trey Lance. Like that's basically like a season in 
Yeah. Yeah, it, it just doesn't make any sense. He, like he's thrown, I, I, I don't know the total, but it's like 400 passes in his football career, basically. Yeah, That's he had 318 crazy. attempts in, in college. That was it. Yeah. yeah, and then I think it was like under 100 in high school. And yeah, then, I, it's and then ridiculous. Like nothing in the NFL. When I hear that, I, how do you get drafted? When you when you hear that, I, how, how does that even make sense? I think that was the nine. Dude, he was just on a team. They just rolled people. Like they just rolled people. Like yeah, it was that. crazy. That's insane. I I didn't know that. that but, uh, that's that's hard to think about. Yeah, I mean, so, but still, Sam Darnold shows that he can play football. He's just not that good. He is he is a backup quarterback. Yep, that's the best way to describe Sam Darnold. Yeah. Um. Baker Mayfield is the starter for Tampa Bay. I don't think, and I mean, I don't know about other other people, but I'm not surprised at all by the move. Nah, they had yeah. to. Kyle He's Trask, a good this yeah. He was never really great in college. He was always supposed to be a project guy behind Brady. Yeah. Um, I mean, could, could Trask start middle of the season? Of course. But yeah, Baker's going to get week one nod. Probably a good move overall. Yeah, you give it to the vet because you never know yeah. how the season will turn out. Could be one of those years where, you know, out of nowhere, that Bucks roster, which is still decent, could win that crappy division with Baker with, you know, eight, nine wins. The Bucks. Now you're in the playoffs. The Bucks might be in the Caleb Williams uh, number one overall pick hunt. <laughs> I don't know about point. that. I think the team is too decent to go number one overall when you talk about the Panthers and the Cardinals. Yeah, you're probably right. And the Colts even, you know, they're probably not going to be good. No, Do you think they could yeah. sell guys? By the, I uh, think the they could deadline? sell guys, but realistically, I think the Bucks are going to try to win the division, and then if they're you know two and six, then you'll see Trask. Yeah, yeah, and then maybe in the off season trade as many guys as possible. I still think the Saints win the division. Yeah, I feel like I keep forgetting about that. And like that division's terrible. That's going to be like the NFC East a couple of years ago if it gets really bad. Yeah, that division's always been. Like that that's why the Saints just like ran through that for like years. Because <laughs> that division would be awful. Yeah, they'd sweep uh they'd sweep the Bucks and like the Panthers every year when the Panthers yeah. I mean when the Bucks had uh Jameis. Yeah. And it was Sean great. Payton's a Hall of Fame head coach because of that division. He's a great coach, oh, yeah. but Yeah. Just, just I mean, I don't know. Watch watch out for the Broncos this year. You never know. This is a test yeah. for him. Yeah. He's this, is have, big uh, if this Broncos team is decent, then I think people will recognize Sean Payton as one of the all-time greats. There'll be another yeah, legit sure. team in that division. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, all right, quick recap on Giants-Panthers. We uh, we won. We're 1-1 one one in the preseason. So we got a victory episode, 21-19. to 19. Uh, I know we included some – I think we included some sound effects for the loss. I believe Brian threw some stuff together last week. <laughs> I'm sure he'll come up with something fun for this episode. Uh, we do everything in post, people. So we'll see what Brian comes up with. Yeah. Uh, a couple guys, top five in the offense. We'll work uh, from five to one um, with our PFF grades. Number five was Bryce Ford Wheaton with a 72.7. Oh, wow. Okay. This is a nice thing to see. Ben Bredesen, 74.9. That's great. That's I think huge. Bredesen is going to be one of the week one starters. I just don't know which yeah. side of the line he's going to be on. I'm going to assume left. I think uh, I think he was mostly there. They were switching him around, but he always looked yeah. a little bit more comfortable there for me personally. I, I will give Evan Neal the shout-out at number seven, though. So, improvement from him. 
Yeah, he played a little bit better. Yeah. Uh, number four, the surprising one I didn't expect to see here, Jaden Mickens with a 78.9. Wait, that's okay. three. No, wait. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait, no, that's three, I think, right? Yeah, we're working up. Did I say number four? Yeah. I meant number three. No, yeah. Uh, number two, Tyrod Taylor with an 85.4. He was <laughs> the deep ball. <laughs> yeah. After week one, we wanted Tommy DeVito as the backup and Tyrod gone. But Tyrod showed that he uh, was definitely backup quality. I mean, DeVito played well, too, but. He's going to make the roster. DeVito, we can carry a third yeah. QB now. Yeah. So. With the three quarterbacks yeah. now? Oh, yeah. And then number one, Daniel Jones. Oh, yeah. 89.6. Hey. So we were, you know, great on offense. It was very exciting. Like we said, let's not get uh, too hyped up on a preseason offense versus a backup defense. But he did look very- comfortable, though. It was so nice to, like, see Jones, like, actually have, like, a little bit of a pocket. And then when it did collapse, because, like, no one got open, he was able to move. Like, he, yeah. he looks more comfortable. I thought he had more zip on the ball. And, Yep. He he looks bigger too. Like he looks he physically bigger. Yeah. Yeah. Apparently, so. I saw I saw a tweet that he gained ten pounds of muscle in the offseason. I can see it. He's crazy. That's, that's insane. But, I mean, it matches with what they were saying about him in camp, where he was throwing harder than ever. Yeah. 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 He looks like he's zipping the ball, which is awesome to see. I uh, I do want to shout out our starting defense. You know, Panthers offense, rookie quarterback. It's not going to be hard to beat them. But the defense was great. Yeah. Uh, number five, O'Shane Zimenez with a 76.6. Okay. So if he become that rotational DN this year, outside linebacker, it'd be great for us. Uh, our boy Habakkuk Baldonado with a 77. I said last week. I, 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 said, I said last week. And for Ford Wheaton, too. We should have uh, we should have taken that list down of our spotlight guys and see how they did. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe we'll maybe we'll review it uh, next week, but I think a lot of our spotlight guys did well. Um, Leonard Williams was, as far as I saw from tweets, all over the field. Yeah, with an eighty-three point nine. Mm-hmm. Yep, he was really good. Was killing it in the safeties position with an eighty-five point eight. Nice. And our big free agent Bobby Okereke, eighty-six point eight. Dude, so that dude is going all to be over the field. Huge for us. <laughs> He's a tackling machine. It's unbelievable. He's just in on, in on everything in some capacity. I also want to make a correction to the number five spot. It was not okay. just O'Shane Zimenez. He was tied with Carter Coughlin with a 76.6. All right. Okay. Where was – uh? do we have numbers on Kayvon at all? Let me – yeah, 16. He was a 61.7. But okay. a 72.8 in pass rush. Yeah, dude, he looked uh, he looked good in the rush, and he he was going up against I for, I forget that guy's name from North Carolina State that uh, oh, oh him, yeah, like he's a legit like he could be like a very good left tackle. So I mean that's good to see um, yes from him. He needed that. So Darren Waller, we know. I mean, and of course, always take PFF numbers with a hint of uh, doubt because Darren Waller was our thirty third out of thirty fifth ranked offensive player. This yeah. week, and he had a forty-five point eight. I mean, come on, the guy looked great. No way he was a yeah. third worst defensive player or offensive player. Yeah. yeah, he had one drop, and they're like rolling him yeah. through the mud for it. Yeah. Andrew Thomas was twenty-fourth. Like, come on, 
Now, again, Dude, those guys play some limited snaps early in the game. It's tough to give them a grade. Yeah. Yeah. Where you're more looking at like the the uh, the Bryce Ford Wheaton who's who played a lot of snaps, or the Jashawn Corbin who played 31 snaps, guys like that. Yeah. Yeah. Defense, you have you know, Javarius Owens playing 39 or out there for 39 uh, plays, 76.1 grade. Like that's what you want to look for. Yeah. You don't want to see it's a, the, uh, it's a skewed number, but it gives us a baseline, right? It gives us something yeah. to work off of. Yeah, like you don't want to judge the. Uh, the Alex Cook this week with a 54 of being out there for 11 plays. Yeah. yeah. That's not going to help anyone. Mm-hmm. But while we're on the topic of this game, uh, we all did a little draft last week, a little fantasy draft, Giants-Panthers. I will uh, read the standings in reverse order. So, Brian with a uh, – oh, should we go through each player? We'll go through each player because I want to make Brian look stupid. <laughs> so he took the Panthers' fifth string running back. I believe his name was Cameron Peoples with a nice zero. Didn't even play. Oof. Uh, Terrence Marshall with a nice zero. I don't think he played. And then Cole <laughs> Beasley with a zero. I don't think he played. He didn't even <laughs> shoot up. Brian's lone 2.5 points, Jonathan Mingo. So Brian finished in last with 2.5 points. Rough if we were, if he was here this week, he would be. Ha- he would have the first pick this week. But since he's not, we default to whoever finished in third, which would be me. I took <laughs> Eric Gray had a nice seven point six points. Adam Thielen one point seven. Ian Thomas one point seven, and Bryce Ford Wheaton with four point four for a total of fifteen point four points. Okay, not too bad. Too bad. Now Connor's first three picks struggled for him a bit. Greg, you had pretty much production across the board. This one looked a little hairy. I think if Connor had made a better pick in the second and third round, he might have had it. But no, he finished in second. Chuba Hubbard gave him three points. LaVisca Chenault gave him zero. Lawrence Cager gave him 1.4. But with his last pick, right before I could take him, Jalen Hyatt got Connor a nice 13.5. For grand total Eighteen point nine points. There you go. But see that. one good player doesn't win you fantasy games. Greg, production across the board. Uh, Blackshear. I don't remember. Is it Rashim? Rashad? Search yeah, Rashad. Yeah. Rashad Blackshear? Rashim. Yeah, Rashim. Rashim. 9.1. Jameson Crowder, 3.8. Darren mm-hmm. Waller, 6. And Isaiah Hodgins, 6.5. So Greg day. was smart taking two starters. I think we the rest of us went with the uh, starters might not play too much approach. Yeah, and it hurt us. Should have took Daniel. But Greg would be twenty five point four points. Waller was a bit of a surprise that he was even out there. I'm going to be honest. So, I mean, three uh, catches for thirty yards. That's all you need. Yep, that's that's it. That helps. So this week we'll have uh, the draft order will be me, Connor, Greg, uh, again with the snake format. I don't think we've decided if we want to go total points on the season. Um. When we do standings, I think maybe that's what we should do when we yeah. do throughout the season. Okay. Yeah, that works. Like that. Running point with totals. Our running point total. Sure. So we'll uh, we'll jump into that right now before we do the uh, Jets game preview, or what we want to see out of the Jets game. Everyone have their uh, depth charts up? I'm ready. Yes. So I think I'm going to take first overall – Dalvin Cook. Ooh. Jumping right in. 
I think they're going to get him some reps. Okay. Okay. And this is their best chance to do it before week one. Connor, you have pick number two. I like that pick. I'm going to go with Paris Campbell. Okay. Okay. I just uh, have a good feeling about him. I don't know. I think I would hope to see, you know, the first team offense out there for at least one or two drives. Um, I don't know if the Jets' first team defense will be out there, but um, I don't think is Paris. Would Paris be the one if they go out there? All reports are basically saying that he's in the top three receivers. That would be like Hodgins, Slayton, Campbell. Who do you think? Who do you think Sauce would be covering? I think Slayton will slot in as the X. So you think Sauce would be covering him if they're out there? Yeah, Sauce would be on Slayton. Perfect. Yeah, I like Hodgins Hodgins on the other side and uh, uh, Campbell in the slot. All right, yeah. I think that's what they're going to roll with week one, unless, you know, Hyatt just goes off for the next week and a half. Yeah. I I believe those will be our starters. Greg, your first pick. I'm going to go with – I'm going to go with uh, CJ – I always mess up his last name. Uzama. Uzama. Okay. Yep. I think Rogers likes a nice security blanket, so get him some some touch. Is I that like a it. what is that tight end again for the first round? Back to back week. Yeah, yeah, I believe. So. I like it. And then you get another pick. All right, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Cole Beasley this week. I think he's gonna get some burn. Okay. <laughs> Hopefully, he doesn't give you the zero like he gave Brian. <laughs> yeah, I was oh, gonna yeah. say. Yeah. Shit going. I think he turned his mic off. <laughs> Connor, you're up. I'm up. All right. Um, what do I have? Running back and two flexes left? Yes. Okay. Um, I'm going to go running back this round. Okay. That's for sure. I think I'm going to go with between Gary Brightwell and Michael Carter. I think I'm going to go Gary Brightwell. Okay. Okay. I like it. Um, I can't lie. I'm tempted to take Barkley and go with Greg's approach and just get the studs and hope they play a drive or two. <laughs> but I really think they're going to try to keep Barkley on the shelf, maybe give him three, four runs total. There's really been no news about him. No, which There's is been good. nothing about him. Which is good. I think I'm going to go Jalen Hyatt with my pick in the like second it. round. Secure him this time. And then with my back-to-back, I'm taking Daniel Bellinger. Mm. Ooh, okay. So that goes back to Connor. We have two flexes left. Two flexes. Um, hmm. I'm going to go... Um, screw it. I'm going to go Michael Carter. Michael Carter. Yeah. Nice. I was looking at him. All right, Greg, you got a running back and a flex spot left. Uh, give me Eric Gray. All right, and I'll fill your flex spot. All right. Um, let's see here. I'm gonna go Randall Cobb. Ooh, he'll, he'll be out that. there last week of the preseason. Mm-hmm. I wonder if uh, him and Hardman. Are going to be 
going for that third spot now. Yeah, now that I keep Corey forgetting did. about Hardman. I'd be. That's a that was a nice snag by them. Yeah, that was a solid pickup. Yeah, I wonder right. if he's going to be doing special team stuff. Connor, you? Uh, uh, no, Hardman will play. He'll play. He'll be a receiver. Yeah. Who's your last pick to fill that last flex spot? Um, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Colin Johnson. Oh, the preseason hero. Okay. Oh, yeah. He was back at practice. Oh yeah. <laughs> I am going to stick with the studs and take Garrett Wilson. <laughs> Whoa. Okay. I like I'm it. Putting everything on the last week of the preseason that the starters go. It's like fourteen to fourteen after the first four drives. I would love that. I'd actually. I would not if short defense is not good. Well, if the defense aren't playing their starters, yeah, then I would like that. So, we will uh, tally those up after the game, give you uh, some totals on the post-game pod, and then starting next week, we'll have our first regular season pregame episode. But um, all right, So, what do you guys want to really see this week out of the team? Before we start that, I do have some news. Ooh, some news. Um, the Giants worked out free agent cornerback Will Jackson. Okay, I don't know. Rap tweeted that. I don't know who that is, but it's Giants news. Maybe some depth. Okay. Yeah. Fill the Rodarius hole. Mm-hmm. And then I also saw T.J. Hawkinson wants to reset the market with a historic contract extension for tight ends. That'd be great <laughs> if he was a historic t- uh, tight end. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna say. <laughs> but he's not that. Like he's good, but he's not that good. Yeah, I don't. Really I feel like that hurts his value even more because people are gonna be like, "Absolutely not, dude!" Like, what are yeah, you? Not... Yeah. Travis Kelsey's the only guy that should You're going to have to go sign a one-year deal with one of the worst teams in the league. Yeah, the Texans, right? I still fully believe that he will not be a Texan to end the year. I think Dalton Schultz gets moved to the deadline. I could see that. Mm. I could totally see that. Where the Texans are going to pepper him with targets and look for a team that wants to make a move at the deadline for a pass-catching tight end. Maybe a... Uh, Just back, back to, to Dallas. Back to Dallas. <laughs> Something like that. Funny. But and they'll get like a four, fourth, fifth round pick out of him. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean that, but that's what you should do if a team like the if you're a team like the Texans, just rack up assets. Yeah, do a lot of teams really do that? No, like towards, I, think, I feel like teams are going to start to do that more. I agree because I believe teams are going to use the trade deadline more in the NFL going forward. Yeah, I think it's going to be a new thing where GMs of teams that are not good will realize they can move a guy and get a pick. And then move multiple picks to move up for a guy. I, I think GMs are going to get real smart. Yeah, they, it could start. The, the age of Gettleman's is over. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's going to be more exciting. Yeah. yeah. GMs are going to start to really use pick values and football analytics, not baseball analytics, which are the worst. They're going to use football analytics to really break down player values. Yeah, I think the deadline's going to turn into like uh, what we see in the MLB and the NBA. I don't know if it'll get that big. I think, but you'll I see think, guys move. Yeah, I think it's going to be a lot more active in the this yeah. yeah from now on yeah but um what yeah what do you guys want to see out of this game on saturday night i mean what are we what are we hope i mean a win obviously but what are we really hoping for i can uh, go first if yeah if anybody uh yeah objects yeah, give us, but give us what I you want to see and then uh give us two a guy on offense and defense that you want to highlight yeah i think what i want to see is with roger starting for the jets i think i think the giants should 110 percent wheel out there their best defense possible um, without obviously risking any any guys. And I think this is a good game to dial up some blitzes, get yeah. some pressure on this Jets O-line that, you know, on paper looks, you know, 
pretty good, but I think they've been a little bit shaky. And I think it's important to kind of like see if you can get to Rodgers a little bit, as stupid as yeah. that sounds. But um, I think you dial up some blitzes. Um, I want to see. I want to. I'd be curious to see if Ashawn Robinson gets a little more play this go around. I don't. I don't think he played at all this preseason, but I think he's fully healthy. So yeah, now that uh, he's off the pop, get him some reps. Yeah, I would like to see him get some reps from the def- from a defensive side, and then I think from an offensive side, this is tough. But I think I want to see Bredesen have two good back to back weeks. Um, I think the offensive line will get in there for at least a full series, but I would like to see him have two good back to back weeks. So linemen on both sides, pressure on Rodgers. Absolutely. I think, uh, I think I'll take the next, um, I want to see us get out of here healthy. That's it. I want to see offense and defensive starters play for maybe a series, even if it's just a three and out, just play a series. Maximum yep. 10 plays. Yep. You know, two series, if it's two, three and ounce, that's fine. But max 10 plays from the the starters and then get, get them all out. Mm-hmm. Maybe leave a guy like uh, Izudu in for a little while. Leave a guy like Bredesen in for a while. Glowinski in. Leave Evan Neal in for a little bit. Guys that need the reps, leave them in. Uh, Banks and Hawkins, leave them in. But somebody like Adoree, Thomas, Jones, Barkley... Waller, Waller shouldn't even play this week. No, he shouldn't. He shouldn't play. No, Waller should, Waller should be not even play. Bellinger should get the first half and then take him out. And then Cager after that. And Cager, Myrick, and uh, – oh, Tommy Sweeney. We almost forgot about this. Yeah. So Tommy Sweeney went down, I guess, at camp today, and they said he's alert and stable, so we have no idea what happened there. But I, I feel like you wouldn't really say that unless like, – Yeah, that's so scary. Passed out. Yeah, or alert like, and stable means heat stroke or, you know, God forbid, like hydration issue, maybe. Yeah. 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 Like, they're, like, he didn't like break an yeah. arm. They wouldn't say that if yeah. he, like, you know, had a maybe concussion. Maybe he got knocked out on a hit or something. Yeah. Maybe something where he was out yeah. and he's alert and stable. And yeah. who knows? That could be a, uh, could be a gift. Maybe he could end up on the, um, on the, uh, injured list and miss time. And still be on the roster getting yeah, paid. Could be. Yeah. I mean, we signed him from Buffalo for a reason, but mm-hmm. he really, as far as I'm seeing, he's kind of the fourth guy, maybe fifth guy if Myrick is kind of getting above him. But yeah, does that does that bring Myrick back to the fold? Is like your like H back? <laughs> like I think so. Fullback, tight I, I end. Yeah. really going to that role. But um, yeah. yeah, so I, I think my guy on offense I really want to highlight is I want to see Izudu. I want to see Izudu step up and show that he can be a starter, you know? Now, I know it's a guard and he's a third-round guard, I think. That could take another season for him to really kind of step into it. But I'd like to see him this week show, hey, I'm here, I'm for real. Maybe by, like, week four or five, I'm taking someone's job. Yeah. Yeah, it's time for him to elevate a little bit. On defense, um, you know, I'd really like to see maybe McKinney do something huge this week. Just like one big play from him. Um, but just give let McKinney. Melissa's home and the dog's barking. So it's a good thing we're, we're finishing up. 
But uh, I'd like to see McKinney make a play this week. He really hasn't uh, done too much. So a pick, maybe a, a stop in the backfield on a run play, just something from him. Yeah, definitely. Um, I'll take it from here. Um, I think I will. what I would like to see, I don't think it's going to happen, but I would like to see the starters play at least a quarter. I mean, I would like to see that. I feel like, I feel like back in the day, or not even too long ago, a lot of teams would play their starters for at least a quarter of their last the last yeah. week of the preseason. Well, week four, you would never see starters. Yeah. That's why I was saying maybe last week uh, you would see the starters, and this week could be all backups. But, you know, who knows? Could be. But then at, at the same time, like, you know, teams have never been more cautious yeah. with injuries. So I think we'll probably only see realistically two drives. But um, – I'd like to see, for on the defensive side, I'd like to see Thibodeau. Um, I'd like to see another, another game where he could build off the game he had before. More consistent, more consistency out of him. You know, I don't want to see him play the game and then you know you hear nothing about him, where it's just like he's non-existent. Because that was yeah. kind of like his theme, you know, the whole last season. He'd have a big game like you know the one on Monday Night Football, yep. and then the next week he was non-existent. Yep. So I'd like to Disappear. see here. Yeah. Exactly. I'd like to see something that shows like he can build off of, you know, games and, you know, doing something, I guess, like production wise, a consistent player. Exactly. Week in, week out. Exactly. Like, I mean, I've said in our group chat, I'm not, ex- I don't want 50. I mean, I want, but I'm not expecting 15, 16 sacks out of the guy. Mm-hmm. Get me seven, eight sacks and just be consistent throughout the season. Because, you know, yeah. if he doesn't do it, I'm going to start using the B word. <laughs> Ian, you'll be, you'll be there live this uh, this weekend, right? You'll be in attendance. Yes, yes, I will be. I will Beautiful. be attending that game. I will be possibly grilling in the parking lot. So, Ooh. yeah, we got we got eyes on the ground. Oh yeah, and uh, Connor, offense. Sorry to interrupt you. Offense. Um, I don't think anyone said Sterling Shepard, but if he plays, I'd like to see him play, and you know, to yeah. see to see that he's. Uh, that he looks, you know, healthy and looks, you know, up to game speed and not, yeah. you know, like not rusty, but, you know, looks, you know, not, you know, that it looks like that he doesn't have it anymore. Yeah. Because that was a pretty brutal injury, you know, yep. non-contact. The turf literally yeah. just took his leg out. Yep. So, and especially after that great week yeah. one Titans game. Yeah. I think, think Shepard was going to have a really good year last year. It looked like he was going to be a thousand yards, not a thousand yards. 900. 900, yeah. you know. Maybe he had a thousand for, I think, yeah, the first time in his career. Yeah. Based off, you know, the production of at receiver last year, he could have been he, a thousand yards. Had 150 targets. Yeah, for sure. But um, yeah, I, I'd also like to bring up uh, one more guy that, not for me, but just for everyone to watch. I want to see Bryce Ford Wheaton continue to play well. I've been hearing rumors that mm-hmm. um, he's way closer to a 53-man spot than people think. I think they would love to have that height and combo on the roster. So. Yeah, I'd like to see Ford Wheaton have another good game. Please, I, I would love that. I'm, I'm, I'm high on him too. I'd like the size and speed that he has. But um, yeah, anything else? Jeffrey? And I think we, I think we like him a little bit more than we like Sills at this point too, right? Like, definitely. Yes. Yeah. yeah, Sills is a practice squad guy. He's gonna end up on the practice squad. Yeah. I mean, yeah. if Sills is your last receiver, you better have some heavy hitters at the top. You better be the Bengals if Sales yeah. is your last receiver with three or four guys that can play receiver at a high level. Yeah. The death taxes and 
Hill is on the practice squad or Sills on the practice squad. Yeah. Like yeah. taxes and Colin Johnson yeah. hurting his knee preseason and Sills <laughs> yeah. being on the practice squad. That's Giants football, baby. Yeah. Oh my god. So uh yeah, enjoy the game this weekend. Let's go Giants, beat the Jets, and uh we will get an episode out post game reaction Sunday, I think. We're all available. Yeah. yeah. At some point Sunday we're gonna aim record for that. and put it up that night. And then uh, you will hear from us next week with our first official regular season podcast. Chills. Can't wait. Great moves for the franchise. It's going to be awesome. (laughs) All right. Well, that's an episode. Take it easy, guys. Take it easy.